It's Carl Kennedy from The Rods, and you're watching Aftershocks TV. from the rods and you're watching aftershocks tv well you know and that begs the question just to go into our next segment about what's happened really to the fun <laughs> in, in rock and metal right. you know i mean that's another whole thing too because i mean i don't know about you man but i i, so I get these press releases every day okay and when I'm going through them, you know, I'm, 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 all I'm seeing is everything is about Satan, man. I mean, I mean, satanic. I mean, I mean, and and it's like literally because I'll, I'll sit there and go, okay, this sounds like a pretty cool band. And I go in there, and then oh, this is they call her, you know, she calls herself the high priestess. So this is the high priestess. Or there's just all this satanic themed, and this is mostly in the rock, like the heavy rock stuff. Not even so much metal. You know, metal's always kind of going to have that. You know, I mean, you've got your vintage bands that are that, that you know are still around, like some of the death metal bands, like the Deicides and Morbid Angels and stuff. Obviously, that you know have always you know um, yeah. use satanic you know imagery and themes. Um, but you know, that's the thing too. I wonder if a lot of it too can be tied to the fact that rock and metal just isn't fun with for for this you know these kids these days i mean unless you listen to all music i mean but at the same time like i remember i didn't you know my dad would play like i said zeppelin and everything to me but i wanted to hear something that was new you know everyone as a kid you always want to hear your generation's music and so sure these younger kids can can go back to our music you know from the 80s the def leppards and the motley Cruz, and be but it sounds outdated to them and i get it but there's nothing fun in these newer bands, you know. I mean, if I mean at, at the same time, though, I was I was kind of looking back at it. I was looking back at metal, and looking at you know just just to see if like okay, well, you know, just going back to starting with Black Sabbath. Well, Black Sabbath, right? They they all started because they wanted to create music that was like a horror movie and music. Yeah, that was what Tommy I Omi said, right? So okay, so you look at really if you look back to the roots, it was always kind of dark themed metal. Judas Priest started out that way. To, I, I think really the fun in metal didn't come, obviously, until the 80s. I mean, British Steel, when you had Breaking the Law and Living After Midnight, right? It was about rebellion. It was about debauchery. And it was about, you know, fast cars and women and just having a good time. Yeah. Right? And it started really in the 80s. I mean, British Steel, I think, was when it kind of started. And I did read. I was I was looking into that. And Rob Halford said that, yeah, you know, they, they started to change that a little bit. And a lot of it was because they toured with ACDC in 79. And they, she says, we were probably influenced by that. I think they were influenced. So in a lot of ways, I mean, ACDC could kind of be responsible for bringing a lot of the fun to to rock and metal because really historically, except for that, you know, 10-year period really in the 80s, metal has been mostly, you know, except for here or there, you had a Pantera that yeah. was a little bit like that too. Right. It's mostly always dark, you know, I mean, but it wasn't satanic, you know, the the, the satanic thing is, What's really interesting now, it's it's like you, you had your, obviously, when you think of satanic bands with metal, you think of Slayer, you think of Venom, you think of Merciful Fate, right? Those are like sort of the three that come to my mind sure. when, it, when it started, you know, becoming more prevalent in the mid-80s there. Then, of course, like we said, Death Metal with the D-Sides, Morbid Angels a little bit later. But it really, you know, just... Now it's just it's everywhere. It's all Satan is Satan. Where it's like you know sometimes that's cool. I have no problem with that. But it's like 
when that's all there is, now we got a problem. We're missing the fun. That's just my yeah, point. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I think you're right about that. I mean, like, obviously, um, you know, ACDC in the late, you know, 78, Power 8, 79, you know, heaven and um, heaven and hell, uh, highway to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously then what happened from then onwards. But then I guess, you know, Van Halen, David Lee Roth, I mean, they were 76, 77, touring Pasadena and all that kind of mm-hmm. area of California. And then obviously, Van you know, the too, fir- yeah. their first mm-hmm. album jumped in in 78. And then that was it. The Sunset Strip was born literally yeah. on the day. And even, you know, David Lee Roth stole it from Jim Dandy before that. So that <laughs> yeah. was, all, mm. was all building up to that. But um, you're right about that. But even a lot of the a lot of the newer music, even like the like the new uh, I was listening to our the new Saxon album. I can't even remember the name right now. But uh, I mean that's called Hellfire and Damnation. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. And Saxon are nowhere. And it's, first of all, it's a superb album. But yeah, um, but like, even the name of that is just metal. You know, it's very kind mm-hmm. of even Man of Warish. We were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. But you're mm-hmm. right about that. I mean, look, metal is is it is what it is. But I think there was the the fun years, but then it, they just became, this is when I just fell in love with rock and metal. This is my age and my period, but from 82, 83 onwards when I really, mm-hmm. and I dived into the metal scene in um, like the, the whole glam scene. And I had my mm-hmm. hair dyed blonde and I was like, you know, one of the very few myself and my buddies were kind of laughed at because I, we thought were Joey Tempest and John Bon Jovi walking around <laughs> a small little town of Waterford. Oh, these fucking idiots! But, uh, but whatever. Uh, but you know, but it, I think we had those ten years of of fun, stupid, whatever. But I'm glad they happened. But you're right. Now it's gone full circle again, and bands are all angry, and they have been angry. They're not angry again. No pun intended. I'm mega dead, but sure. they're not angry again. They're just angry. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's all vicious and you know, deathy and all that kind of stuff. But it is what it is. I I, I can. I, I don't take I don't take the imagery too too seriously. It's important sure. I get it, but I, I I just like to wake up every day, I look at my phone, and I said, I wonder what Apple gave me for free today. Who dropped in? Oh, hey Bruce, you know, let's mm. let's throw this on. So, you know, mm. as long as you're into the music, you know, if you get if it, if you see it as being angry, and a lot of it is, and I love the dead stuff, as you know. Um, sure. But I I can jump back I can jump back to uh, you know autograph and slaughter and bullet uh, maybe not bullet boys take that back um, yeah yeah <laughs> go take that back uh, but uh, and certainly not bands like Faster Pussycat and those bands like Jesus Christ I mm. mean wow just just wow so let's not have Faster Pussycat on this because they are the shittiest Bob and Albany and hated that band I do remember that <laughs> oh he did I didn't know that yeah he did okay yeah I wasn't huge you know they're, they're okay I mean it. But like I said, but I uh-huh. but I loved that seed, man. I mean, as a kid, if it really wasn't for the glam stuff, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be in. I still would be in rock and metal. I mean, I was you know born in it. My dad was a drummer, sure. and you know it was it was all around me, you know. But that scene, what I fell in love with was just like I said. It was I like I said. I was the same way. I mean, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Twisted Sister. Those three. Records, you know, the Stay Hungry, Pyromania, and and Shadow of the Devil were like mm-hmm. really what got me. And then, of course, it went to Dio, and then Maiden, and then it just germinated from there. But it really started with that fun, rebellious thing, you know. Like I said, I mean, of course, there was. I mean, Motley Crue, you know, had you know their their satanic imagery with the with the pentagram and stuff yeah, on sure Shadow of the Devil. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the songs, they also they balanced it well. I think that's the difference too. It was a balance. You know, yeah, you had your, you know, debaucherous song. You'd have your love songs, you know, your ballad. You would have your angry, you know, pissed off songs. You'd have, you know, it was like four or five sort of different themes that that, that was kind of, you know, I guess congruent with most of all the, the metal bands. 
at that time, Quiet Riots, Metal Health, you know, same oh. thing. That was the biggest one, obviously, the first one to go to number one. And, and so I was just, that at least just was what grabbed me. You know what I mean? And so I'm mm. just thinking, like, I'm thinking for a lot of these younger, you know, fans, it's like, they don't have any of those. They don't have that crew or that don't care. or Twisted Sister. They don't know? care. That's the thing about it. We cared. Like, I, we religiously bought the magazines. Crying was every Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crying was out. And I, I, you know, collected Crying from 82 to mid-90s when I really got really shitty in indie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I just stopped buying it. But I, <laughs> I subscribe, excuse me, to um, um, Rock Candy magazine. I think that, that, okay. rock, that magazine is incredible. It's mm-hmm. it's taken it, it's talk about modern bands, but they just take interviews or they take Pyromania, the real story, Saxon Power and the Glory, the real story, and they have interviews mm-hmm. with Biff today, talking about the album then. So it's I I urge anybody who the old kind of metal edge collector here in the US, crying in in England, Ireland, Europe, whatever. So Rock Candy Magazine is a classic, classic publication. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when did? This is a question about black metal in Europe. When, when did you first come preview black metal? You see, I, I was aware of black metal probably with Venom. So Venom, I actually met Cronus once okay. in um, in London, surprisingly. Okay. And I was in, I was with them. Um, I was never a black metal fan. I, like, I kind of like it more now than I did before. But back in the day, I just completely avoided. That was nice to me. Noise, so when people yeah. hear black metal today, this is what I felt then. Because I was mm. into, you know, Striper, Leopard, Motley, whatever. Mm. But I was in London. Oh, Jesus, this would have been 84. 685 i was 15 16 and a couple mm. of my buddies were walking in london Trafalgar square piccadilly circus whatever and we saw cronus walking to, i says holy shit boss is that cronus and venom so we stopped him and mm. do you know what i had on i had a striper t-shirt on. <laughs> nice so i had a striper uh, t-shirt sure. on talking <clears throat> to cronus of course he looked down and went what's with the t-shirt or whatever so i had to pretend i was a fan and i wasn't i was kind of intimidated but we had a conversation sure. we know camera phones and shit that would be a cool a cool photograph to have but mm-hmm. you know but black metal became it was all over crying I, like crying magazine you got to remember this was the bible of in europe was the mm-hmm. bible and actually richie on focus on metal if you go back a couple of years ago he did a whole sequence six or seven episodes on crying magazine and he, got, he put a lot of work into it and got in touch with all of the photographers the contributors the reporters the writers go back nice. into the 1980s and talk to him today about then phenomenal segment it just great great job um but you know crying was where crying was so important that if if uh, if you followed a particular contributor if he said this album is going to go, yeah, it's going to be good because he said it is. And most times it was. Mm, and so for Black Metal in, in Credit to Crying, they, they never really went with a genre. They covered all genres. They covered a lot of death metal and black metal. And obviously it wasn't as, it wasn't as big as it is now. There wasn't a, as many bands around. Mm-hmm. But I was very aware of it just from Crying Magazine. And I would read the interviews with various different bands, but I never went to it. As the years went by, I kind of went back into it. Probably starting with, you call behemoth black metal. I don't really think they are. There's elements of there's elements, black. yeah, but I yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. but I, when I see, um, I saw mayhem this year, and okay, it was, it was fantastic. I was going, Jesus, and I said, Do, Am I liking black metal here? I wasn't even, I wasn't wow. even aware that I was going to like it as much as I did, and all the imagery I just find laughable. But the it music, is. I'm like, I have to admit, I do like it now. I'm, but see, here I go again listening to metal since for 40 odd years and i'm discovering another genre because now there's bands in mm. there that i don't know about I, I can go back and take a look at it you know yeah yeah black metal is just one of those interesting genres like you said i mean yeah it's i guess you could kind of line it a little bit with um with death metal 
maybe just maybe just the at the time at least the more of the european you know european version of death metal but i i always sure. love that um that alice cooper quote when he talked about you know uh meeting some you know black metal kids and then he's like oh hold on, i i have to go to my grandmother's house or something like or my mom's over here if she's picking me up you know because they come out like they're these you know big tough dangerous kids yeah, and then they're, they're little mommy and stuff yeah so i i always uh, got a kick out of that but um yeah, black metal. Yeah, it's just like I said. It's you know, and you're right about Kerrang, man. You know, I mean, it's funny because Kerrang, it was it was probably about in the '90s we actually started getting Kerrang in the states. I remember in New York, it used to come in the Tower Records stores, and I'm like, oh, what oh, is wow. this? And I remember being like, wow, this this is an amazing magazine because, like you said, had everything in there. Oh yeah, where where the U.S. magazines really just kind of focused on a you know most of your popular bands you know you didn't have a lot so there's a lot of underground bands from here in the states for instance that were big in europe that they would feature in kerrang that they would never even touch come close to touching here and so Mm -hmm. i was i always loved kerrang i mean malcolm dome obviously he's the uh, you know rest in peace he he -hmm. was the the man i mean there's no one better than him probably my favorite journalist ever you know up there with him and bob were like two of my real you know two guys that really i think were the were the you know the real purveyors of, of metal for, you know, for whether Europe or America, but um, yeah. So just, it's just something I wanted to talk about a little bit. It's just, you know, really yeah good topic, my friend, you know, I mean, I just, I just would love to see a little bit more fun. I mean, like humor is good. Like the one thing about death metal, which is great, like cannibal corpse and so forth. They're very humorous. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's yep. like humor gore core stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it's all, just it's fun it's 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 just a horror themed thing but it's not obviously anything to take seriously i just think a lot that's what there's a lot of bands are just they're taking themselves way too seriously these yeah. days that's the one thing i just i look at sometimes and like you know ease up a bit just just enjoy it you know what i mean enjoy it don't make it don't take yourself too seriously mm. it's all for fun you know yep i'm so, with you on that yeah so anyway uh- 